Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Did you try the icing? The icing really good. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Haunted Estate, where we talk about things that are haunted, that are funny, that are weird, because haunted doesn't always have to mean ghosts. We can be haunted by things and people, and tonight, Joel and I are haunted by marijuana. No, we're not. Okay, so here's the thing. We don't do that stuff. I was like, you know what would be such a fun episode? Because I feel like Spooky Boo, you know, it's like this, this umbrella thing where we're all just, we like spooky shit, but we're fun, freaky weirdos, and that's fun. So I came up with this idea that we would read about drugs <laughs> because drugs are something a lot of people are haunted by. That's not a funny thing. Joel is advertising Coca-Cola over here. Sponsored by Coke. No, no it's not. It's not. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. I just thought, you know, it'd be really fun if Joel and I, because in Canada, it is 100% legal to smoke marijuana as long as you're over the eight. You're making so many mouth noises. I'm so, no, it's funny. It's hilarious. Um... What was I saying? It's legal in Canada. It's legal in Canada if you're over 19, and Joel and I are well over 19. <laughs> Joel came in, he was coughing so much. Um, I have this tiny house in my backyard, and we're like, yeah, let's just bo- let's go in there and smoke. So we did that, and um, Joel just hasn't done it in a while, and he started coughing, and he came in, and he looks at me, and he's like, he's like, I feel like I have to sneeze. And he's like, but I can't sneeze, so my stomach's cramping up. So I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I had pressure, my nose and sinus connected somehow. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, we have just left for another dimension. Talk to the people. Man, it's been a it's been an obnoxious, anxious, stressful day for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time ever as I think all of the <clears throat> followers know I've been trying to buy a house for like coming on two years, but the housing market here is crazy. First ever offer I put in on a house today. Oh, oh, oh. Official, like official, the offer's gone in. Today. And what are you afraid of right now? Not getting it, the- overpaying, underpaying. Like I could have got it if I went another two grand. You know, like it's just so much, but it's out of my hands now. So or I'm- are you scared that the realtor's going to call in your Oh yeah, they might first. Usually, we put our phones on silence for this, but mine is on. So. We are on, and we are ready to waiting to hear if the offer will be accepted. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, what was it like the very first time you smoked pot? Uh man, everyone who does it knows. Like you don't get stoned the first time. Yeah, you do. 
I, I did. didn't get stoned the first time. No. Uh, I think it was behind community complex. Oh, really? Summertime. Okay. Bicycles. What were you doing there? Oh, you biked there. Remember, there used to be jumps back there. Mm. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, uh, <laughs> we're sitting like in a tree thing. Adam's laughing so hard in the other room. He literally was upstairs. He's like, this is great. You guys better get downstairs and record this. Like literally anytime we say something, Adam's be like, this was great podcast. <laughs> oh, what's the word? I don't even know what the word is. Material. <laughs> podcast material. <laughs> Well, you, you just take your story away. <laughs> no, t- tell us the story. Do you remember what we were talking about? Yes. <laughs> First time you smoked weed. Yeah. I was like 14 or something. I mean, I wasn't 14 because it was illegal back then to be 14 and smoke weed. But, uh, yeah, in the trees, bicycle around, summer day. Not too eventful. <laughs> Selena. <laughs> <laughs> What was your first time? Wait, what was the story? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the snorts. Okay, this hurts. I need to stop. How about you, Selena? Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Selena laid out today's podcast, everyone, just so you know. Good luck. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> <clears throat> The first time you smoked weed. So. God. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. My friend and I didn't know how to do it. So we got a Coke, <laughs> Coke can and we like crushed in a part of it. <clears throat> and um, we just put the whole entire nug unbusted up you on made, it. You made a makeshift pipe. Yeah, everybody knows what that yeah. is. If you don't, I feel so re- sorry for you, son. And you smoked weed with her? Yeah, the whole the whole gram. It's like one giant nug. And how we old no were idea. you? 14, too. Mm. Yeah, and I was walking home, and I remember thinking, oh, I don't feel anything. Walking home where? Back towards the cut by Algonquin. You're walking Back, through the field? No, we're walking from Piddock, where the ice rink is. Oh, yeah. And we had a cut through our backyard that was really cool. We were literally like walking, and I start feeling, and I'm like, whoa. This feels like a roller coaster. And then I'm looking at this like giant pine tree at the end of the road. And I'm like, there's a man in there. Because it looked like a face, uh-huh. like the tree. And then I got home and I open up the door and all I hear is Joel screaming and crying. Because you would have been in grade six. And he had fallen off the like monkey bars at the big park in the back of our school. And um, like he was freaking out. And Alex had help brought him home. And he was like laying there and couldn't move. And I wanted to sound so smart. So I was just like, yeah, I think... I think he broke his Tibius von Varenbich or something like that. And my mom just like looked at me and I think she knew, but I was just like, I have a really bad headache. I need to go to bed. <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I like snuck down and stole like all the snacks. And then I just laid on my ground in front of my TV and watched like Playhouse Network. <laughs> That's a good story. The second time was scary though, mm. because I did it at lunchtime oh. in grade nine and I went back into school and I was just like, mistake. <laughs> it was scary. I remember the one time <coughs> I have really bad allergies. 
especially when I was a kid, uh, like spring fever, right? Like, you know, allergies and my eyes were like red and itchy in the spring. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you're 14 in a high school, a small town, everyone thinks you're stoned all the time. Yeah. But I wasn't. And I even, it got to the point, Mr. Hills, my history teacher, like I'm in my locker or something. He like comes up behind me, like hand on my shoulder, really close to my ear, like, don't ever come to my class with red eyes again. Did that really happen? Yeah, true story. But then like I... <laughs> Like, I wasn't smoking weed. I was like, I'm allergy. <laughs> like, what did he say? Nothing. Like, my, his Your office, eyes used to be so bad. Like, like this Joel would, Joel would swell up past his eyebrow. Uh, it would just be red all the way around. When I was really young, I actually had to get needles once a month to help did with it. Did you really? Yeah, and it was still my eyes swell that bad. And I am still have a little bit of spring fever. But you grew but, out of it a lot. Yeah, I've definitely grown out of it a lot. Uh, also, I used to be allergic to grass. But that yeah, said in being a child were. who's allergic to grass. And he, you know what Joel's favorite activity was to do when he was little? Dig holes. He would dig holes. I'm pretty sure it was only because of the movie Holes. No plan. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, like just me by my backyard. Because you look like him. You look like him with your curly hair. Digging but holes, like, man. Dude, this, this kid for like a whole summer chipped at this hole that probably ended up at like our hips. But you just, I would look outside the bathroom window and you'd just be sitting in the hall. I'm like, pretty. But like, dude, li- wait, doing nothing, sitting in the hall. When I was a kid, like, it seemed like it was above hole? my head or my eyes. Like, it was right, but really, like, I was short. It was only like two or three feet tall, right? So the hole probably wasn't that deep, but. What were you doing in there when you were just sitting there? Were you just thinking Played about war. Played war a lot, like <coughs> trench warfare. That was all before Play war our innocence lot. was gone. Uh-huh. You know what's funny? Back before I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Joel and I had a very rough week, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> not that dark. <coughs> but yeah, back to the topic. We really went off into our childhood there. Mm-hmm. Man, there's something about that house. Like all our core memories, like that was a fun house. Oh. And there were so many places to hide. Guys, this is literally one of the most haunted houses like in Woodstock and it's crazy because like literally one of the founding families of our town's cabin stood literally where the house was you know we live like in a smaller town like I'm at food like a grocery store food basics I'm at the checkout some random girl approaches me recognizes me from being on here and with Selena uh is the daughter of the people who own that house she had your bedroom there you go and she's had similar experiences and like says things that only you and I would have experienced you know what? I should have them on the podcast. You really should. Yeah, because I remember. So I went there for a garage sale. They were having a garage sale. And I was like, I used to live here. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, come on inside. So I went in and it had changed so much over the past like few years. And um, I remember them like that. And then I, I went home and I had a copy of my book. And I wrote her a thank you note for coming through. And I was like, here's a book about my house. And when I was there, oh, the reason I gave it to her is I was like, oh, does does the like is do you really like it here and she's like yeah and then she goes i just want to ask you something and i'm like what and she's like did you ever have weird things happen when you lived here and i was like so i went home and wrote her a thank you note and i dropped off the book and she ended up writing me and she's like all of that is exactly what happens Hmm. (coughs) which is cool but honestly if that house came up for sale again you'd try and buy it i think i would buy it yeah it'd be so much money now oh my god it'd be ridiculous i think the mom and dad sold it for like 240 that's so cheap you'd probably be like like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, probably. Housing in Canada right now, you guys, <sighs> is 
quadrupled in like a year and a half it's crazy. it's actually literally bonkers which is crazy but yeah so the reason also i wanted to kind of talk about drugs like there is a fun side to drugs which are you know legal monitored stuff like i feel like if you hear someone smoke pot you're like oh they're probably friendly they're probably chill like they're obviously you know there's there's no really like bad stigmas around marijuana where it does come like these other drugs and like joel said we live in this super small town and in the past couple years it's changed so much and we have a epidemic with fentanyl and opiates and stuff here in our town so i just want to say you know before we do get deep into this episode i do want to put out a trigger warning you know if you're dealing with substance abuse this could be a harder episode like yeah we're gonna have some light funny stories but i don't know exactly what i shared but i think we are definitely gonna hear more of the scientific side and a little bit more um of like addiction sides and, and stuff like that i just wanted to read stories kind of and you know stuff from all around the globe the globe of drugs see i'm trying so hard i'm gonna be honest guys i do partake to go to bed sometimes but i'm telling you what is going on right now is crazy joe how are you standing up to it uh yeah the <laughs> the really sad thing about our town is knowing what it once was and watching it decline you know yeah. watching they tear something down but it's only half torn down for 10 years 10 years and they're still fencing up on the sidewalk and signs and it's ugly and they don't fix it and then they tear something else gets half torn down or something burns down and they don't do a proper cleanup and it's right beside our city hall and it's just there for years it seems and just the latest like only in the past two years this influx of new residents who don't have homes yeah to speak politically and just like over 100 oh it's crazy well, it was over 100 at the beginning of covid i can only imagine now anytime you go downtown like i'm scared to go down there now or you know like the other day i was in this coffee shop downtown it like out there's like sort of a little patio thing there's a couple new people who i've never seen in town before i'm like screaming and yelling and fighting over something and then there's two cops there and they got the guy bent over the hood and handcuffed and you see people like flipping out on drugs and just the other night when we went for lottery tickets on friday night across from the shop that had the elvis heads yeah if you're a woodstock person you know what i'm talking about there's a guy it was that night it was like minus 22 just the sleeping bag angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. On the snow. I know, it made me so sad. Oh. 
he's the same one that he like goes out to the road and like shoots up at the road uh, like and so he everyone wants people can, to see it so everyone can see so it's weird like i don't understand i get like mental health is a huge part of it but it's just crazy like our town is so out of nowhere and like when we were kids like you could go anywhere but like no one will go downtown anymore mm. especially at night my heart breaks honestly it's so sad and you know they stopped the block parent thing got shut down really yeah my mom uh she was a block parent so you have like a sign it sort of looked like a stop sign but it had the outline of a child standing beside an adult and that means in our town uh that the police have come and like done a background check and inspect your house and any child can go to a house with that sign if they need assistance See, or i help. love that but they shut it down for some reason well people suck obviously right now covid you're not supposed to have strangers yeah but i feel room. like that just seems like something that was so 90s early 2000s because there's still a lot of trust in that mm-hmm. hopefully most houses you run to they aren't bad people you would hope yeah but yes i thought it'd be fun to just like talk about a whole bunch of different stuff so right here this is just like three little funny funny stories so the first one we have is edibles i took too many gummies to calm myself down before getting a tattoo they didn't know I had taken them, of course, so I went gray and wasn't really breathing effectively for a few minutes, when all I heard was, breathe, ma'am, we're going to give you something. I thought they were going to Narcan me, so I spoke up. They gave me orange-flavored glucose tablets instead, which I must say, a 10 out of 10 snack when you're toasted. <laughs> Sugar tablets, right? Good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, probably, like, you know. Mm. This one's number two. <clears throat> I saw into another dimension when I took salvia reality faded away and i saw creatures made of pure energy i was convinced that their dimension overlapped ours and right before i snapped out of it i felt in my soul that one of them noticed me i got such an intense feeling of wrongness like i had broken some cosmic barrier even 10 years later i have to remind myself that it was just a trip bro have you ever done salvia no i've done 20 times and every experience is scarier Mm. So, like, you do it, and then it lasts for one minute, if that. Mm. But you are, like, literally gone. It felt like something slides underneath you, like a sharp floor slides underneath you. And then it was, like, pure rainbow. I literally got this at a drugstore. And then rainbows shoot from underneath your eyes, and you're in a whole different world. It's another completely legal substance, and it's been legal in Canada for, like, 15 years. Is it legal, or is it, like... Yeah, because no, it's, you can it's just a spice. Buy it. Like you, it's a spice. Yeah, you can buy or something, it. right? Uh, yeah, it's called salvia, and it makes it's a hallucinogen, is what it is. Right? Dude, it lasts like twenty seconds. Yeah, you I heard before, it. like this guy I know who lived in an apartment building. He like took some, whatever, like smoked it, and then the next thing you know, he was rolling down the stairs on his side slowly. Like say he was on the fifth floor, he was well, like rolling weird? down the stairs. It's a very <laughs> negative feeling. I was with my friend um, at college, and she did it. And she just like looked at me like I did something wrong. And then she like picked up her laptop like to throw it at me. It was very weird. Hmm. Yeah. Next one. Ecstasy. Turns out it was laced with something. Most likely fentanyl. I lost feeling in my legs and couldn't keep my eyes open and was in excruciating pain. Once my friends realized that I was being serious and overdosing, they took me to a hospital. I swore to never take a pill again after that. <laughs> Dude. It's for me, you know, like marijuana the weeds is legal in canada yeah. you go to a government supplied store and know what you're buying and there's numbers on it and you know how the strength it's like buying alcohol really yeah it's like it's like it's you want fancy, a beer dude. or you want a bottle of vodka the pot stores aren't like what you think they were they're literally the fanciest places i've ever they're been they're so nice and because they're all new they're like clean and nice lighting and stuff yeah they're serious about their mm-hmm. pot no i love the stores um fuck trying to remember something i want to say what were you just talking about everyone who works there is super friendly and cool too 
Yeah. Like every time you go in, the people are cool. Yeah. What was the thing we were just talking about before that? Pills. Salvia. Salvia. It's gone. Can't. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. The next Bye-bye. section of our readings stories. This one titled Jack Hallucinated About Bugs and Snakes. <clears throat> Jack took his final acid trip at age 20. I've never done that. Me neither. Which he described as the only one which I lost the ability to know the difference between what was real and what was an induced hallucination. He, ingest- he ingested 125 micrograms of LSD. Wait a second. Adam, are you there? What's up? 125 micrograms of LSD. Is that a lot? Why does he know this language? (laughs) This is what he described happened. All of a sudden, I was transported to Never Never Land, a deep dark place where everybody was a bug with insect faces, antennas coming out of their heads, and all this dripping and macetating. Yeah, it looks like. Macetating going on in their mouths. Snakeheads were bobbing around every corner. As the visual distortions continued, I started raving going nuts i was gone it was about three hours of grisly horror i was so distracted by the ghastliness of it all i didn't even have time to notice how scared i was i thought that they had this metamorphosized world was reality i was screaming and yelling and jumping around and around bill tried to maintain me the bug and snake hallucinations continued on the drive back home and jack kept trying to jump out of the car so bill had to tie him down the drive was one of the most gruesome experiences i can ever remember i was out of my mind horrified by these hideous visions i kept seeing it was really a miserable miserable experience after he came down from the drug jack's eyes were damaged from the sun for weeks afterwards the pupils dilate in response to lsd and had he not worn had he not worn sunglasses he became socially isolated he reported feeling like an outsider was discontent unable to have some sense of belonging with his previous subversive companions and described himself as a more inclined to see the dark side of humanity Now, I didn't belong to anything, and I'd stepped away from my family and lost all my friends. I went off into the abyss because I was disconnected on the road to nowhere. I never took LSD again. While the consequences of Jack's bad trip were temporary, he was impacted for a long time afterwards. Some people can be affected by a bad trip for long periods of time, developing substance-induced mental health problems. Others are lucky enough to come down and feel just the same as they did before they had a bad trip. That's a serious one. He took how many micrograms? 125? 125. Listen to this next story. At age 17, Mark took 5,000 micrograms. Do you have our news, Adam? It seems like it's one tab. This dude took 5,000. Yeah, let's read about Mark. Mark, I hope you're good. Mark took 5,000 micrograms of LSD with four friends. As the acid took effect, Mark felt alienated from his companions, although later he reflected that maybe the hostility was all in his head. Feeling increased paranoia, he went off into town on his own. As intoxication effects intensified, it looked as if the streets were melting and churning. The people looked like comic book characters. A field looked like a Van Gogh painting. Everything in my field of vision looked slobbed on, like one of his paintings. In search of sanctuary, March, Mark stopped by the home of a family he knew and requested a shower, which he then felt unable to control. Mark's parents arrived, but his behavior was out of control. 
He ran about the house thinking he could fly, although he was briefly sobered by the experience of stubbing his toe. He returned to the house, but then the whirlwind began again, and he began racing around the house, being chased by their St. Bernard dog. In an effort to control Mark's behavior, his companions put him in a small room, which only antagonized him further. He threw the chair through the window and escaped. On his way home, he felt an impulse to be free and un unencumbered (laughs) so he stripped off his clothes an ambulance was called and he was tied to a stretcher and taken to the hospital where he received an injection of an antipsychotic medication he was kept under observation for 10 days and charged with indecent exposure mark's experience was unusual and the behavior was dramatic and he was taken to the hospital however he did take a very high dose of the drug many times as much as jack in the previous story jesus can you imagine Let's jump these to the little ones. Okay. Yeah, it's it's all just bananas. We're looking at the clock. Don't we look to do the side. a whole bunch of drugs. Just I want to put that statement out there. We're not endorsing it. Pot, I am fine with if you're over the age of like nineteen when it's legal. Hmm. We've all had our times as teenagers. We're not gonna lie though. Or tw- what? What? Oh, yeah, in America. Isn't most of America legal now? I think so. Most yeah, I think it's 21. Can you imagine what how scary it was to have pot when you were a kid? Oh, my God. So like, illegal. You, you got a little tin with and mints, then, and you're scared and hiding it. And you won't even put it in your pocket because you know it's illegal. You won't put it in your shoe. My um, locker partner moved lockers because she could smell it, she thought, one time. I didn't even have any. But um, it just kind of, yeah, blows my mind. Uh. But like you'd smoke it and then you'd walk around and you'd hear sirens out in the in the far away and you'd be like Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh this This is the first time people smoke pot. Yeah. Oh, is that what these are? (laughs) Yeah. Kelsey, age twenty five. Uh she first got high at age twenty four. So she's a little weird. My hometown is known for being full of stoners, but in high school, I was, a wuff, I was a wuss and refused to even drink until the very end. So I never partook. Then it became a point of pride. But when my family and friends came to visit for my 24th birthday, they brought me two blunts and we smoked them while leaning out the window of my Washington Heights apartment. I was drunk then, so the high only made me feel more drunk and then sleepy. That was such a boring story. It's not interesting at all. Kelsey, I'm sorry, but I don't think I'd like you as a person. Don't submit the stories if they're boring. <laughs> that was a boring story, guys. Really I'm sorry. I'll reverse time so I don't have to hear that. <laughs> okay. How, how are you feeling, by the way? Uh, better. Yeah? Yeah, you? Do you need a break to go? Nope. <laughs> Where are you on a scale of one to ten? Like a th- three, four. Oh, so you're just like fine. Oh, I'm comfy. Until I kick my house crocs off I feel my really, toes are out. <laughs> I feel really comfy right now, too. Okay. Next, we have Axe, who is 49, and his first time was at 12 or 13 years old. I was alone. It was a massive joint, and I started seriously hallucinating. When my vision started to glitch, I took Tylenol, and then my head under a faucet. Then I marched around my house while thinking I was in the Wizard of Oz. It was miserable, but a funny story now. I wouldn't touch pot for years afterwards. And every time I smell it, I have flashbacks. <laughs> it is funny how scents can take you to places. Whoa. Sorry, I got an email. Yeah. I freaked out there. <laughs> was it a, is it good news? No, it's completely unrelated. Oh, what's it for? I'm actually Blue, curious now. Blue Mountain. Ooh. They always have so many deals. Do that. The snow is here and you should be too. I feel that. What do you think of these microphones? Rub it on your face. 
very soft. Name JP. His age is 25. Ooh, at first time he got high, he was 15. My sister, her boyfriend, and I smoked a pipe sitting in our driveway. It was probably the only time I ever got the giggles so crazy. We ate a whole box of cookies and watched the hockey game. That's how you do it. Canadian. That sounds like a good night. Sounds Doesn't like that sound like a good night? All right, next we got Sarah. She is 24, and the first time she smoked Zasvara she was 16. It was a high school sleepover with about seven or eight of my girlfriends. We were at my friend's Robin house because she had a huge basement. Sliding back door for, oh, and a sliding back door for easy exit. The woods in her backyards to hide in while we smoked. We had one small joint for the whole group, meaning we each basically barely got one or two hits. Looking back, I definitely wasn't that high, but I thought I was. We all giggled the entire night and made ice cream sundaes. It was kind of nice for the first time to be with people I knew and trusted. Even though it wasn't really a high for my first time, it helped me be a lot more chill. That was nice. That was nice. It was a coming of age yeah. story. Annie, age 22, first got high at 14. 14. We were in a park after dark. Go figure. And then my best friend and I were there with three boys who were in the grades above us, Ooh. whom both my friend and I had massive crushes on. We were trying to play it cool, but neither of us had touched weed in our lives. Sweet freshmen we were. Oblivious but giddy, these sophomores thought they were cool enough to smoke weed with. It felt like a street club that none of our other girlfriends had been initiated into yet. I remember sitting on a playground in the park, laughing and trying to impress these boys while not embarrassing myself. Could not light the bowl without assistance, no matter how many times I tried. It was a scene out of a terrible coming-of-age film. Sounds like a lot of us. I don't know where I was during that, but I don't remember at all what you just read. Oh. But that's okay, because it's on there. Okay, I get it. Park, high school, kids, marijuana. Mm, perfect. Chris, age 35, was 14. Hanging out with the neighborhood troublemakers, we smoked it out of a can. <laughs> in these orchards between school and our neighborhood we had smoked a few times but never felt it so after a few bowls of what i'd learned was swag we walked to a donut shop i remembered i was normal then while drinking lemonade through a straw i noticed how nothing had ever tasted so good i looked up and knew i was high that's so true everything tastes so <laughs> oh, good the food oh. this name is c thanks for being anonymous age 25 first got high at 15 maybe it's my story Here, look, don't look. Is it your story? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
<laughs> this is so suburban. I smoked the blunt with my now then boyfriend and his friend in a cul-de-sac before this big fair in my hometown. They had rides, games, and such. And I remember going up to a friend of mine at the fair, and she was like, "Are you drunk?" And I was like, "Nope, I'm high." I remember thinking that weed tastes gross because who smokes a blunt the first time? There you go. This is from Kiki, who's 26, and the first time she smoked, she was 20. It was April 4th, which we all know is 420. So that's the thing. In 2011, attended a party where we smoked a four foot long blunt, pointed at a dude with a fancy design on his shirts and said, it's a pig with tits. He was too high to understand that I was complimenting his cool shirt. He thought I called him a pig with tits. <laughs> I love hearing Adam just laugh in the background. Mm. That's funny. This one is named Jay. Wait. Is this your story? No. Quick, off camera. No, the first line is my boyfriend. So it could be my story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. First name, Jay, age 28. First month, we to age 25. I was at my then boyfriend's apartment. I ate a gummy and then decided to add a hit in as well. After coughing for like 20 minutes straight, I realized how amazing the carpet felt and started rubbing my feet on it until I convinced myself there was bees in the apartment. Then they got nasty. Sometimes when I sit here and I pet the wall or the blanket, feel this blanket that like like this. I know it is a nice blanket. Do do the circles with me. What does that remind you of? It's a nice blanket. Petting a cat. Remember Thunder? It reminds me of you know the little screen in the dryer you pull the lint out. You know the lint. Yeah, and you go like this. But it's really it. soft. If you close your eyes, you don't know you're holding anything. Do you do that when you pull the lint out of the dryer? Sometimes. You stand there like... Sometimes. My other weird piece of advice for people, uh, you're like laying in bed, you have ankle socks on, you like use like the space between your big toe and your other toe, like on your Achilles tendon, like take your socks off. Oh, it just feels good. You're like, that's oh, how it feels that's... so good. <laughs> <laughs> Do that so face good. again. <laughs> it just feels like One more time. <laughs> New. <No. laughs> I love Adam just hollered at the back. Mandy, 24, was 18. It was my first quarter in college and a new friend offered me an edible. Being the new college kid, I decided to take a nibble of the cookie. It was a it was Sunday AM and I had to work later in the evening at the school's newspaper. The rest of the day is a blur and everything being hilarious, alternating with me throwing up for hours. I made it to my work that night, but proceeded to fall asleep at my keyboard halfway through my shift. Good news, didn't get fired. Bad news, haven't eaten an edible since. I will never again. Adam gave me, like, we had, like, oil or something, and I had, like, a little bit. And I was like, I'm fine, I'm cool. Nothing <laughs> happened. I'm like, Adam, nothing's happening at all. He's like, okay, here, let's, let's take double what you took the first time. Two minutes, I swear, after it, the first one kicked in, I was cutting carrots, and I was just like and immediately i i was like my dad my parents are gonna call me and someone's dead the cops are at the house i oh. made i made adam put me in the bed make a circle of blankets so i looked up through a tunnel and just stand over me with my dogs and be like no one's dead the police aren't coming was this before it was legal yeah oh yeah maddie age 22 first monk we to age 17 after much convincing my three friends and my three friends and I went behind the woods of one of the guy's houses. When it was my turn to take a hit, they made me laugh right as I put the mouth on my pipe and I accidentally blew all the weed onto the ground. I had anxiety anxiety the whole time that Who we were going to get caught. That? Yeah, I think we've all done that. I think that. we've all done that. 
All right, we have Jessica, who's 25 now, but was 19. I was an exchange student in Sweden when I tried weed for the first time. That's just scary. The Strange people, country. Yeah, the people I smoked. I'm getting a call. Should we see who it is? Maybe it's a realtor. Hello? If the provincial election were held today, which party would you... I'm really not interested in playing these games. Where'd you get my phone number? I was an exchange student in Sweden when I tried weed for the first time. The people I smoked with, a mix of Swedes and other exchange students, with were shocked that I was a native Californian and I'd never tried weed before. We were sitting out on the balcony of the student apartments at night using a bong. I was really worried about doing it wrong and that someone else had to light the bowl for me because I was afraid of lighters. I can't remember if I felt high, but I do remember someone advising me to try to hold it in while saying the word taxi. It didn't work for me. That's weird. I'm so confused. (laughs) Cue me. (laughs) Lindsay, age 21st, first smoked at 15. Age 21st? 24. (laughs) My two friends had started smoking earlier that year, and we'd planned a day after school where they would show me the ropes. We were all sophomores in high school, and we had zero weed connections. I... I bought a tiny dime bag from my neighbor in the girls' bathroom. We all went to my friend's house one Friday after school. Her parents didn't get home until late on Fridays, so we knew we had plenty of time. We didn't have any smoking apparatus, so we cut a plastic water bottle and fashioned it into a bowl. Then we walked a mile into the woods or so so her neighbors wouldn't see us and smoked some weed. They told me I probably wasn't going to get high my first time, and they were right. I didn't feel a thing, and the two of them were all giggles and munchies. It actually took me a few tries before I was really able to experience a good high. Buying any actual bowl probably helps instead of a jerry-rigged plastic water bottle. You know what's crazy I learned last night on TikTok? If you smoke pot, you have to tell your anesthesiologist because people who smoke pot need three times the amount of anesthesia to fall asleep. I have two interesting stories, digressions that this will lead into. Uh, you remember previously I got my wisdom teeth out and I took a Tylenol 4 without knowing that I was allergic to codeine, which codeine is a primary ingredient, I think is a large ingredient in Tylenol 4. So my body had a bad reaction to it. Long story short, I the first time and only time in my life I ever went to the hospital in an ambulance was after taking this Tylenol 4. He was 4. violently throwing up blood. Yeah, it was... It makes, and mom didn't call me to go see him. She called my uncle that... <laughs> oh, that was a whole other thing. But anyways, like you're on the stretcher or whatever, like honestly about to die. And then... They were hell-bent hell that I had done cocaine. Like, so, like, like it's okay. Just tell us. We know you did it. You just need to tell us so we can give you the, probably, like, you'll feel better. Just tell us. Like, and you're like, so, I didn't like, do cocaine like, at 14. I, yeah. I was 18. Okay. I, I was 18. But you didn't I do could, cocaine. Uh, no, I couldn't do it. And then, uh, fuck, what was your story? <laughs> right before that? Anesthesia. <laughs> oh, right. One of my groomsmen is a really big dude. The one who's a plumber apprentice. Yeah. He's talking about when he got his wisdom teeth out. He's a really big guy. Uh, muscular. They put the mask on him, whatever, and they turn up the gas. All right. Count down from 100. 99, 98, 56, 55. Because they got to like, keep turning the gas up because it takes so long. He's, He's a big, big guy. <laughs> when That's I, funny. When I got put out. Like, oh, it's a cool car you have. Yeah, yeah. Like the mask coming down. It's got heated seats. Has it got heated? <laughs> yeah, I was the same way too. 
I remember they put it in. They're like, it might taste funny. I'm like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just remember seeing the mask come down. You open your eyes in another room. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> when I wake up from anesthesia, like, I'm, like, so angry. Like, I'm people. some people cry, some people laugh. I'm, like, mean. I remember Adam trying to, like, help me out after my gallbladder. I'm like, put my other shoes on. Why can't you put my shoes on faster? Like, I was being so mean, but I was just, like, just, yeah. <clears throat> the first time I got high was with my friend and older brother. Oh, this is Angie, 21. First high at 14. Was this one you just read? No. In case, we're very professional here. We highlight purple. It's for Selena we to read. We did this all before we went outside. And orange is for me to read. So this one's purple. So. The first time I got high, the first time I got high was with my best friend and older brother. She was visiting me on vacation and we had planned to lose our weed virginity together. So my brother, who was a total stoner, offered to smoke us out when our parents went to sleep. We smoked out of a glass pipe and we blew the smoke out the window as to not leave a smell. We thought we were being quiet, but in retrospect, we were so giggly. Then my friend suggested we go on a night walk around my very safe neighborhood. We had such a good time running through sprinklers and crime climbing all over neighborhood playgrounds after we got the munchies and returned home to eat an ice cream feast my mom heard us and came into the kitchen and asked what we were still doing up we were laughing so hard she just rolled her eyes and went back to bed we thought we really pulled one over her years later i found out she knew and just didn't say anything i love that story do you remember that with friends i feel like that's such a coming of age that's this is the correct parenting to do right that's the in my eyes our parents were always like we're not gonna hold you from it well, we, we, you're not allowed to do it, but you don't have to be an idiot. Like, drinking? No, like, they were fine with drinking as long as, like, we did it at the house if we were younger. And then, like, with pot, they're like, it's fine. Just make sure you know where it's coming from. But, like, we respect you to only do the things that are, like, normal. Mm-hmm. We, like, like we know you won't do the bad stuff. And we never have. Mm-hmm. We we both drank and smoked pot. But, like, have we ever done anything? No. And if they weren't like that, and I have multiple firsthand accounts of this. For example, prom night, grade 12 girl who i worked with at mcdonald's uh very religious parents so strict never had a drop of alcohol or marijuana in her life and prom night she ends up in a wheelchair and ambulance and getting her stomach pumped yeah on like energized because they're kept away from because it, so they don't like, know how it reacts like i remember being whatever well, you seven, finally get a taste of freedom and everything goes out the and window. they go too far like i'm gonna be the type of parent like when he's 18 whatever like have a beer okay relax now have a bottle of water see how it makes you feel you know like. yeah i remember my 14th birthday um we like drank drinks in the basement i don't know if mom knew about that but like it was fun we each had a cooler uh, yeah i wouldn't do that now no <laughs> oh it's different it's a different time but like you can't kids are gonna do some things sometimes but you mm. need to like put it into them that you'll be you know disappointed yeah exactly which parents and it always makes you feel worse as a kid when mom is disappointed yeah that's what feels bad yeah uh brandy age 22 first smoked at 16 it was late at night at the local little league park where i played softball as a youth i was next to my friend's volkswagen bug i felt so cool because i didn't cough on my first hit like everyone told me i would but i definitely coughed on the second one i was only allowed two hits because you never get high your first time i definitely ended up sleeping really well that night and now i live in vegas where weed is legal and i partake way less often than i did in high school nice nice next up we have emily who was who was 24 and was 16 summer after sophomore year my friend invited me to hang out and listen to their other guy friends bad dj mashups i was always on the fence about smoking weed but after they started ripping a few bong hits i decided that now was a good time to try as any one hit of the bong was all it took i sat there silently for what felt to be hours 
They say I came to about 20 minutes later. I had what felt like a complete out-of-body experience, as if after taking a hit, my soul just stood up, walked out, and started going home. <laughs> Been there. I proceeded to eat 12 strawberry Pop-Tarts while trying to interpret a deeper meaning behind SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> oh, man, I think that's good. That's hilarious. That was a hoot. That is absolutely mm. bananas. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to The Haunted Mistake. And please, please don't do anything illegal. If thing if things are legal and of age, partake responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Don't drug and drive. Call an Uber. Be responsible. I want you to hear next week's podcast. Do I know what it is? No. But don't forget, things are going to be fun. They're going to get better every day. And euphoria is back, so I'm good with life. Any final closing words, my dude? If you guys want to see more of these like this let us know just drive a good time guys our getting blackout drunk youtube video was a hoot hilarious hilarious you guys should check it out if you haven't seen it already all right guys i love you also if you're hearing this tomorrow my makeup palette comes out heartbreaker palette is out for you guys and i hope you love it i am over the moon about it it makes me hard all right guys stay cool boo crew love you The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.